What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 287. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And we all agree that Airbnb is a fucking bad idea. My bag, man. <laughs> so we watched Barbarian. Dude, did we watch it? Or well, I tell you. So, all right, remember last week when y'all were like, uh-huh. what do you think about it? And I was like, I don't say nothing. Cause yeah, because like, all I'll dude, say is fuck? that trailer did not give away one damn bit, other than no. the fact that there's a rental property. But yeah. you're watching the uh, movie, and it's like, where the fuck's Justin Long at? You know, yeah, I mean, you yeah. you go almost an hour before he even shows up. But when that thing comes running out of the shadows and starts fucking smashing Pennywise's head, like wow, wow, <laughs> wow, what you thought was in on it? It's like okay, mm-hmm. new uh, yeah, theory. He, he played he played sus as fuck. Yeah, but then it's like then it just cuts to him in the car singing that song. Yeah, and it's like what? Yeah, I want to know more about what happened back there. You know, I, I'm, I'll be honest, dude. Like, I, I didn't know what I was in store for because, like, when you watch the trailer and everything, you're like, okay, I kind of get the idea. Like, they're they're at this house. Yeah, there's people watching wrong. them. Yeah, somebody's gonna break in and fuck with them. It's gonna be like the strangers. It was it was like the strangers. The inbred version of yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was the people under the stairs, strangers. Well, it's, yeah, like the, the, it's like the, 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 the tribe from Wrong Turn, but they got huh. an education. It was the Whitakers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be fair, but, it was. Yeah, I, this was a very pleasant surprise in, in a massive way because, like, I, I, this went so many different places that I wasn't expecting it. And it didn't feel like, it just felt like a good horror, little horror flick. You know, yeah. like you see, you have Justin Long, you know, and he's dealing with some oh, and he got what was coming to him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. And I thought he redeemed himself until he was like, you got to go bitch. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah, yeah, I, I've, like, you know, the way that he plays that, which I mean it's true to life, I'm sure, to an extent where it's like, oh, I mean, I didn't I didn't, I didn't do it, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean I would never. And it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um to where like he is throwing bitches off of grain silos. You know what I mean? Like yeah. or whatever that was. That's what it looked like to me. That's, yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, it went full circle, dude. And, like, you get both parts of the story. You know, you get you get her story, and then you get her story that plays itself out even more so, and then you get his story. And, like, Pennywise is just kind of like, I might hook up with this chick because she seems cool. Yeah. And then he, he was straight no up head. at the wrong place at the wrong time, dude. Just Yeah, yeah. She was meant to be. Well, 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 to add to how like suspicious Skarsgård's performance was, like he did a really good job of saying very rational things that, like you know, yeah. you would hear if this situation were to have happened. You roll up somewhere, you both got the same rental thing or whatever, and dude's like, "Hey, man, this you know, doing the polite thing," but the way he delivered it was so like, "Man, yeah. I don't trust this." You take the bed. All. Yeah, I'll take the couch. Yeah, like shit that, uh, you know. That fucked up eye. 
Which he's one of which I mean, which I mean, realistically speaking, I think at the end of the day, I would be like, hey, I'll like whoever finds the first hotel room as we're calling is the one that goes. And, yeah. Well, if know. I was a woman, I for sure wouldn't stay. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, as, as a man, you know what I mean. I would. Yeah. If I was the dude and the chick rolls up. My first thing is, all right, let's make sure that we're not like we read off the numbers like they did. They were yeah. like, hey, here's your receipt and all that shit. And we see that there's a, we realize that it is a complete coincidence. At that juncture, I would take what he said where he's like, we're going to call these motherfuckers to get our money back and get a free night. But at the here and now, I would be like, look, you're a chick. It's raining. I'm going to get my shit, yeah. man. Like, I'll, I'll Come fucking on, let man. you take the place. Well, there's something, whenever she's like, nah, I can't stay. She goes outside and looks around. It's like, oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess the underlying thing here is that I would not stay in the same house with the chick, the yeah. stranger chick, regardless. But I would do the chivalrous yeah. thing and be like, yo, if it's an old woman or if it's a younger lady or whatever, fine. But if it's like another dude or some old fuck, I'd be like, man, sorry. Yeah, I saw this movie. Dude. I'm going to leave. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, yeah. If it's the other way around and I'm the one rolling up at the place, yeah, fuck it. I'm gone. Bad lieutenant yeah, decision like, number not, one. Not checking not even, street view. <laughs> right. For real, right? Like, dude, me and Adam was talking about this the other night. I've booked a, a couple of Airbnbs and I've had Airbnbs booked for me for like family trips. And I'm first thing, send me the address. I'm doing street view. Yeah. Is it suspicious? Is there like homeless people walking around? Yeah. Is there a crack well, house you know across what? the street? Like exactly. Like I want to see. For. Yeah. But like, what am I in for? I booked a hotel in another country one time, and I still looked at the street view. I mean, you got to. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you've got to. Uh, there's there's no ifs ands or buts about it. And that's where she fucked up because the the next day she went out there. And it looked like a fucking war zone. It looked like there. Detroit. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like it was fucked up, dude. I mean, the house was nice. It was. But... It was like the only nice thing. Yeah. Exactly. Well, it made me wonder, like, what those tunnels do? That had to run under all that shit. Yeah. Exactly. We have no well, idea like how they... far that went. They were the chuds. Trav, what do you do with the dirt? <laughs> what do you do with the dirt? Bucket. He brought that I, shit out of bucket at a time. Where'd he put it? See, I thought that they were going to work in like underground mining tunnel top that just happened to run under the house. And I'm like, that's not Detroit, though. Yeah, oh, that's what this the fuck ain't still Don. What the fuck? Well, yeah. Well, that's like, you know, Kentucky where they got the coal mines <laughs> yeah. and shit. You know what I'm saying? They made cars there, not coal mines. It got, yeah. it got awfully lonely when the fucking roads got fucking clothes or something it was uh it was very interesting the direction that they went with this though where they spend the first hour building this intensity and then because most horror movies will do that in the first five minutes and then it'll cut to your your future victims you know and then their story will play out over the course of like 45 minutes until they get in the shit and mm-hmm. then it's like balls to the wall from there. This was like the opposite. They yeah. they build that tension and suspicion for the first hour. We 
we get Justin's Justin Long's story. We find out what his deal is in like 15 minutes. Yeah. And then it's into the shit, you know? So like, I I, I, yeah, they did a great job with that building that. And that first hour doesn't feel like an hour. No, it feels like you're, you're, it feels like an eternity whenever you're in the, in, in it with all this creepy shit happening. But you're like, damn, that went by fast. Then you catch a glimpse of it and it's like, oh, yeah. Now I have more questions. Yeah, right. You know, who, where did that thing come from? I thought that I broke that down. He was like, you make a copy of a copy with some copies. Yeah. You get some fucked up shit. Whenever they were in the tunnels, whenever he was in the tunnel and he saw that purple light, did you think immediately, this is some Lovecraftian fucking. Yeah, because that's Elder God shit. That's space purple. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's space like something's got that's tentacles purple. and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what I thought that it was at first. I'm like, there's a portal under this house. Like that was more believable this- than what you actually see. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right. a bunch of pallets. And he was like, Ugh, it stinks. And it's like, I bet it looks like it stinks, man. And then a breastfeeding yeah. video. Ugh. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's I was going to say, yeah, let's get deeper in that tunnel, man, because mm-hmm. it gets kind of fucked, man. So I this dude had this, he had this house and he had in a, a secret room in his basement where he was kidnapping women, torturing them, breeding them, and then them. killing them. Yeah. Like, whoa. And he had tapes of it. Bunch of tapes. Them. And, yeah. Tapes and tapes and tapes store. of it. Yeah, he kept, and I knew whenever he went to her house, and he was like stalking oh, her. Yeah. Like this oh, when he stopped and, and waited for her to get in the car, it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is weird. And he looked like a creeper. Yeah. Well, he goes to the like store. This, uh, thing here. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love that perspective, that real close back of the head, yeah. you know, like, I, I like that perspective because it, it does have that eerie feeling to it. That like something bad about to done get happened, but I mean they keep it pretty low key on the like blood and gore and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, I mean it. It was either that or they had to censor that the fucking whatever that thing Those titties, barbarian yeah. <laughs> titties. I was like, oh, it's a crusty nipple, a big old nipple too. Like, yeah. I mean, Trav. Like you find it in the baby aisle, dude. You fall in that hole, Trav, and she sticks that bottle down there. You eat, you're drinking it. You sucking on that nipple. No, bro. Wait, bro, <laughs> is this before or after she rips dude's arm off? Like, no, this if I is, see what this it can is... do, I'm like, give yeah. me the bottle. I'll drink that shit. I'll drink it for both of us. Don't kill him. <laughs> no, no, dude, you kick that. No, you kick the. You knowing like having the knowledge of what the 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 strength of this motherfucker, you kick that bottle and point at tit and go bring it. <laughs> like, yeah, give me that titty. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, you have to play along to get out. Yeah. I would have been like, "How long you been here?" The girl's like, "I've been here for days." I'm like, "Okay, give me the bottle. I'll do the bottle." Even yeah. sound like a little baby <laughs> struggling. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. He's like, drink it, man. What was in it? I don't know. Was it her breast it. milk? It had to be. Had to like, be. What else? There's no other that thing. Just put in there milk, milk and just. Yeah, got that that pump on oh. that tit. Now she's just squeezing it like a cow out or just. <laughs> <laughs> like like Pearl getting milk in that scene yeah. in the fucking movie. But, yeah. dude. And dude, I laughed so goddamn hard when he's got that fucking tape measure out. Like oh, dude. it's supposed to build tension and I get what they were going for yeah. there. But I could not help because I'm like the bloody bed. The camera, yeah. uh, none he's of that set off. It. He's yeah. not fuck that. I'm how much square footage? Yeah, right. It can be. Like, it's not an addition. It's not finished, but which is true. Yeah, yeah, right. I knew that then when he went and looked it up. I was like, oh, if it's not finished, then he can't add it to the square footage. But it can be kind of yeah. included. Yeah, it can be an addition, like an add-on. That's know, why a, a lot of people don't finish their basement. Yeah. So higher taxes. Yeah, for sure, right? Um, and then he sees the staircase, and then he puts the thing out. First of all, I'm like, I use tape measure a lot, and I'm like, it's not sticking to that top step. First, second no, of all, as soon as you start going down, it's gonna come right off. Like, yeah, yeah, right. Um, and he's just measuring the whole fucking tunnel out. <laughs> it's just, I was laughing so hard, and, and Marina was just like, "Why are you laughing? This isn't funny." And I'm like. I mean, it's the it's idea. Ridiculous, that's what it is. Yeah, of this guy that don't give a shit about whatever happened here or whatever's going on is just measuring all this shit out. And he, you know? and it's not like he didn't see it. He acknowledged the nasty bed. Oh yeah, he, he said it. He's that. like, Ugh. yeah, it's right. like covered in blood and yeah, it's like red flag, dude. There's a camera on a motherfucking tripod. Yeah, and it's not a at camera. The bed. Yeah, and the camera looks like it's straight from the 70s that you put the VHS. You know, yeah. like, you don't have to take it somewhere to, I don't know, get it fucking developed. Oh, uh, you can pull it out and put it right in the collection. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Those those cameras should be red flagged, that and Polaroid cameras. You see a Polaroid camera? Yeah, about to get, time to shut it get down. the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, right. Just want to take some pictures. <laughs> you seen the Barbarian? Yeah, I'm in a pickle here. Yeah, you're saying the barbarian. I'm in a pickle, but um, but yeah, I thought it was incredibly well done. I mean, it's there's there's some good fresh air in the in the horror world here. The last couple of movies that we've watched, man, like I like what Pills doing, and this is the dude from Whitest Kids You Know, Trav. Really? Yeah. Like, no shit. This is one of the dudes from Whitest Kids You Know that made this. So, I mean, it's crazy how, like, you know. Well, there's, like, there, there, well, well, there's something yeah. to be said, man. Like, about those older, like, those older groups of actors that did, like, comedy troops from, like, back in the day. Like, uh, now, granted, it was part of the revival, but even though it was a comedy bit, it was very fucking dark. You guys remember the the Canadian show called uh, uh, Kids in the Hall? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, in the revival, there's one episode where, you know, they're doing their bits and they're all funny and stuff for what they are. But it keeps cutting to this one bit and it's this guy in a radio station. And it's play like there's there's a, a record player, you know, he's got the broadcast going and it's playing the song. Skates, you got a brand new key. Like it just keeps playing that song over and over. And like when it goes off, he always cuts it on and he's like, Welcome back to KZ 105 radio. It's still a fucking radiated wasteland out there, but I'm still kicking it. And like he, he gives little bits of his dialogue to let you know that like like the world's ended. Right. And he's just it keeps cutting back to it. But like when the song's playing the dude's just blank the fuck out, just like he's like he's shot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like he's checked the fuck out. And I just always thought it was so crazy that they put that little segment throughout the episode, but it's sprinkled with all of these more, you know, more you know, mad TV style bullshit. Yeah, they're crazy you know? skits. They always well, like, have the strangest bits, dude. Like just, oh, um, but. But uh, but I said all that to say that you know, even with Peel, with you know clearly this guy, you know comedy people can pull off really good creepy shit. Yeah, and and I, and I wonder in part if that has anything to do with like, like say you're writing a bit or a joke or anything, you know, and say it's it's dark humor like a black comedy or something. I wonder if figuring out that approach to make it funny they explore all the avenues of which it's not funny and they're like dude like you know like i wonder if there's like a moment where they're like dude that would be eerie as hell if you know this happened and it's just something they never come back to and i wonder if that's something that most of those guys all have in common when they make that leap from being like a comedy actor to like all right i'm gonna do something different let's just switch gears and you know mess with another medium I or, mean, an- they, or another, you know, part of it. Yeah. I mean, they've got to for for at least a little bit, right? Like, they've got to. Because, I mean, there's no way that they can, like... They can... There's no way that they haven't explored that at least a little bit. Even well, if it's just, like, fucking around or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, because I have to agree with... um. God, I hate that I can't remember his name. He's the comedian that wears the suit, and he does he does one of the voices of uh, Big Mouth. Um, but anyways, there was this this, this no, not Crow, the other guy. Where's the suit? Yeah, like whenever he does his stand up, he kind of wears like a John. He's Mulaney? a little. He's yeah, John okay, Mulaney. Yeah, he does always wear a suit. <laughs> anyway. Mulaney, uh, it was a the it was something that it, I believe it was one of the uh, one of those tributes for like late comedians. And there's a part where he's kind of giving a speech to the crowd, and he goes into this thing where it's like you know everyone thinks that like comedians are just these fucked up people, and he's like, no, it's he's like that's not the fucking case. And he kind of makes a you know he spills out his 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 case to that, and I always agreed with that, and I'm and I and I you know because. Clearly not everything that we've like this guy, you know, everyone has their own problems going up, but like, you know what I mean? Like the whole trauma shit, you know? Yeah. 
Like, I, I, I wonder if, like, just in terms of being creative, you know, well, you know, and case then, in point, what I said earlier, you know, these guys you are naming, like, uh, Jordan Peele, the dude from, like, they were always good. Like, their comedy was different than, like, yeah. brain dead comedy. You know, it almost had a darker, like, they would go there. Yeah. You yeah. Know, where they, some they, people would be they, like, I don't find that funny. And they're like, really? It's fucking hilarious. Like, oh, absolutely. These, like are, they, uh, these are the kind of guys that do shit like that. Well, there's both dick them, and both fart shows. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's dick and fart jokes. And then there's, we're putting, look on the bright side of life over fucking North Korea marching, you know? Yeah. Like that, that that's, you know, some, you know, like, I, I guess that's what you're saying, man. There's, you know, some people, like, I hate to 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 devolve what we're saying to just people get it or they don't, but that, that kind of feels like the only thing, you know, to add to it to be like, you know, you either either the shit goes over your head or it don't. And a lot of that comedies, particularly black comedies and the yeah. more dark humor and stuff. Dark humor. I'll be the first one to make a joke when something bad happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, and I'm that's, just that's automatic. Like and I and I'm straight up like uh you know, I'm delayed reaction with some of it too. Like I'll watch it like something funny happen. Then hours later, I'm like, <laughs> okay, I get it. You know, <laughs> I get that reference. The inner Captain America kicks in. Yeah. I get that. It was, it was pretty incredible what, what, what they were able to accomplish here. And I'm interested to see what this dude does going forward. I mean, he's, He's working on some more widest kids, you know, stuff, of course, but, um, there's well, the one that guy would... that died. So I kind of figured they would do some type of yeah get together. Yeah. You know, he ended up like falling off a balcony or right. jumped off a balcony or something, but for like his first feature, cause it is his yeah. first, oh, right? Yeah. Everything oh, else yeah, is like music sure. videos, shorts, yeah. the TV show. Like, wow. And he did it. He kind of did the pill thing. Yeah. Like the first time, you know, they worked on that, like Keanu movie and stuff, but as soon as Jordan Peele was able to make a movie, it was like, whoa, expected a comedy. Yeah. Didn't expect. Body well, snatchers. you know, um, right. Well, um, hell, you said body snatchers and my mom went to Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Like <laughs> Kevin Smith when he went real estate. Oh, it yeah. was a complete um, turnaround. Like, I don't know if you guys agree with this or not, but I think Justin Long is slowly becoming one of those actors where you can go, God doesn't, God doesn't make a bad film anymore. Or at I least like his, I watch him or yeah. And I mean, that's not to say that, you know, obviously he's, he's had, you know, better films. He makes and, bad movies better. Yeah. 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 The wave. Well, I mean, he well, made that was movie. cool. Well, it's kind of interesting that, you know, with it being, you know, Justin Long being in the film and stuff, and with this kind of being a, a unique approach to the to the inbred monster. Uh, right, it's, it's it normally takes place about. in the South, but now we're yeah. in. I like how they broke that mold, too. Like, oh, let's have yeah, it in Detroit. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, for sure, man. Because, I mean... And it makes more sense too, because even though the South, ha it's been established why there would be that in the South, you know, you think about areas up in 
like these really rich areas, like there would be just as much fucked up shit going on there, if not more. Like yeah. even worse depravity and shit. Like down here, it's just a bunch of country bumpkins fucking in a barn. Whereas like up there, like these well, he was this was forced incest, yeah. Well, yeah, like yeah, you know, and and all those same trappings, but backed by money, like a lot of fucking money. You know, like that could play out absolutely in places like that. Yeah. Um. But to the uniqueness of the film, what I thought was was interesting is that you know, long, uh, one of the first movies I ever saw him in, that I was like, this is pretty fucking good, was the original Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Or at least as far back as I can remember, because I remember it was like, oh, he's the guy from Jeepers Creepers, and then waiting happened, and then you know. So on and so forth with his filmography, but yeah, but yeah, it's it was it was it was a good movie. I mean, it was it was a, it was unique for its for its little for the niche genre that it, that that type of film already is. I mean, yeah, it wasn't terrible. I would no. say Galaxy Quest, which is actually his yeah. first movie. I mean, that how was can a, I forget? Yeah. How can I forget? Galaxy we don't remember Quest. that that came out before. Well, if you, you asked think, me which one came out first, I'd be like Jeepers Creepers for sure. But here's, but here's my thing though. When I think of Galaxy Quest, the first people that come to my mind are Tim Allen, Alan Rickman, and yeah. Sigourney Weaver. Like oh, all, every time. Weaver. Like yeah. So oh I mean, yeah, then we didn't like, even know who Justin Long was. Like well, you got to think in context. He's just he's just outshined at that moment by that by the current star yeah. power at the time that was in that one. I didn't know, realize that was his first movie until I looked. It's like, wow, yeah, what I a didn't. first. That is. What a banger. To, I mean, yeah, yeah, what a way Yeah, what a way to open the door for sure. But yeah, man. I, I fucking love the hell out of it. I can't wait to see <clears throat> what this dude's working on. And guess what he's working on, Trav? You'll never guess. He's he's working on a TV series. Throwback. Um stripes oh shit okay yeah that'll so be that, interesting yeah that's what he's got in the pipeline here so that's going to be very very interesting of course dodgeball yeah dodgeball is great they don't yeah. make move they don't make those kind of movies anymore like dodgeball Balls of Fury, Blades of Glory. Like, those were, like, granted, they were cheap laughs, but they were good laughs. Yeah. Well, the bench warmers. Yeah, man. Try to do that now. Oh, Lord. Jeffy. My name's Jeffy. I mean, honestly, I feel like, I mean, didn't it catch some shit when it came out? Maybe a little, but. But I I feel like, I feel like with Johnny. That's back when people were like, what are you, a pussy? You know? Well, didn't John, Johnny Knoxville more or less pull a Shia LaBeouf before Shia LaBeouf pulled a Shia LaBeouf? And when he did press tours for the movie, it was him and that 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 other actor that that does have Down syndrome that that shows up. I think it's the same guy from Peanut Butter Falcon. I could be wrong, but it was one it was one of those clusters of actors that 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 was in it. And I think they did yeah. the press tours together, and that kind of kind of made everyone go, "Oh, okay, like." I yeah. mean, for whatever He's reason, beyond me, y'all can fill in the blanks for the reasons why, but. Yeah. 
full star, though. Yeah, I'm giving it a full star, man. Yeah, it's man. Like different enough, but kind of the same, you know. Yeah, like it's I, I I give it a star simply because I know that like the practical effects of the 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 mother character, whatever you want to call it, the damn, you Barbarian. know, all of that stuff. That all hits all the check marks of such a large niche of the horror audience that the accessibility of this movie, yeah, dude, it's a full star. And like in personal opinion, uh, yeah, it's not a re. It 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 does like I said, it doesn't reinvent the wheel. Yeah, but it definitely. It 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 changes it enough that you it holds its own lane, kind of you know. Yeah. But that. Yeah, but major asterisk, you will have that moment where when it happens, you're like, I've seen this movie before. Dude, they shot but this not, on four point five million dollars. I mean Looks great, dude. right? He's, that's yeah. what he's shown. It's like, all right, got a movie, my first movie I put out. You know, worldwide gross was forty four million. Because yeah. even though even it though was a, it was a limited release and it quickly went to VOD, which is pretty good that it got that much. Because yeah, it I ended mean, up, saw... you know, a few weeks after it dropped, it ended up on HBO Max. But he's proven that he could handle a budget and make it yeah. look good. And four million is is pocket change in, the, shit. in Hollywood terms, yeah. Compared to a two hundred fifty dollar two hundred fifty two hundred fifty million dollar Marvel film, you know. But it didn't it didn't look or feel cheap. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Normally, you can tell where it's like, ah, they needed more money for this. This this film would sit on the shelf next to like, don't breathe. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I loved it, man. Five stars. <laughs> the real estate golden five gallon piss bucket. Yeah, it's a, it's a golden. <laughs> it's like a bottle with a big old nipple. Yeah. yeah, right. Like a cow bottle. Bye, bye. <laughs> uh, when we get through the podcast, me and Marina's going to play Barbarian. So, you know. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm running how through far, the house naked. How, like, how far are you going to go with this, Griffin? Because that kind of gets even worse, bro. <laughs> no. She's going to try to force feed me, and I'm going to resist. Oh, you're oh. going to be the baby. <laughs> I thought, yeah. I thought I thought you were gonna come I in thought, there holding your junk, going "baby," trying to like. Well, I, I thought no. you were gonna. I thought you were gonna reenact the owners, the original no, owners. No, no, no. <laughs> we're not going. Dude, no, when he blows his brains out, I was like, "What the? What? Why?" Cops will be swarming this place. It's like, mm-hmm. click, click, yeah. boom. You know, he's yeah. like, "It ain't for he's you." Down with this new style, even though it's fuck wow. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no. So Andor, and dude, it's picking up. Travis, did you watch it? No. This was probably yeah, the best episode I've seen. Shame me, guys. I'm, I'm not sorry. lying. I know we keep we've been saying it ever since six. Like this was the best one. And it was like well, now now it's getting good, dude. Yeah. This oh, prison yeah. shit. Like when this episode went off, I was like, no. Like, yeah, I, me did, too. I did see that an article got posted where it was like that prison. They were like, this is not Merrifield. Well, they yeah, just figured yeah. out that because they're like, they're, they're, you didn't watch it. So like they're bullshitting people to arrest them. They yes. arrested this motherfucker just because he was there. 
Well, like they're going full Gestapo. And they're locking these people up, making them make product for them. But they're telling them that they're going to be released after a certain amount of time. Well, now we know that ain't that that ain't what's happening. You ain't ever leaving. No. And when they tell you you are, you're going to end up dead. Like, so like the plot, it's picking up. And now, you know, we, we know that he's going to make it out of here. We don't know how, but we know he will. But now like Andy circus is involved and fuck yeah. you know, he's like, keep your mouth shut. If you know what's he, good for you. So, is he, <laughs> so, so he plays like the warden. No. So it's like their supervisor for their pod. Yeah. He's a prisoner. So the way too. That, yeah. So Trusty, the way that that's what they call him. Is, right? Yeah. The prison is stacked on. It's like levels and yeah. there's like, like a each space level. Station. Yeah, and each level has uh, a 12-hour, like there's a 12-hour day shift and a 12-hour night shift. So what happens is, like depending on what you get assigned, you, you're you in this room with everybody else that's on day shift. There's like 50 people in there, and you have to make product. And whoever gets the, like makes the most in their shift gets rewarded with actual food whoever makes the least gets punished. And they've got these, like these things that like fuck you up with sound. And, um, Andy circus is like, he's like the trustee. He's the, the foreman Uh, and his, yeah. And his thing is like, if you don't get enough, (laughs) yeah. If you don't make your numbers, then it's his, he's going to get his nut. Yeah, so he's in there like cracking the whip, dude, yeah. like making sure that these motherfuckers get their get their numbers and everything. So, and if, you're, like, so if you're an inmate, so say you're Andor, he's so it's double the pain, double the suffering. Because the higher ups issuing the commands, he's going to instill the commands or enforce it because it's his ass. And if yeah. he gets shit on, then he's going to take his he's going to take it out on you. Well, he might lose yeah. his sweet ass position. Well, and I mean, yeah, he just stands around and watches like, everybody else work. He says so, that each four is competing with each four. So if they don't get, if he don't get in at least the top three every month, then he's going to get punished, which means he's going to make everybody work harder, faster. Like, yeah. So there's like this weird hierarchy of like union unionization. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's, that's kind of what it is. So, well, I know the big revelation of the show has a, happen yet clearly because y'all are not like oh what the fuck you know like and that's coming clearly but taking what y'all episodes both... left i think right there's okay. 12 was that, so was that so, nine so the or build... eight that we just watched so, so the build-ups just so the build-ups it start the bull is starting to happen well i mean i've kind of i've i think i've got you know an idea of how it's going to end it's like okay there's two so with that so with that, I mean, I guess what I was gonna say was like, um, what y'all have seen now. If someone comes up to you guys and they're like, "I'm a Star Wars fan," just got Disney Plus. I watched some of these other things. I watched Rogue One. Why should I? What's the? Why does this show exist? What like what is well, it? Is it Horrors of War from well, the Empire? Stars, it's just is more it Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I would mean, warn true. them. That it is a slow. That first six episodes is, yeah, it's a de- definite slow burn. Yeah, yeah. But, but after that, what I would what I would say is, 
if you want to know how like fucked up and depraved the empire really is and kind of what gets the ball in motion as to why they're so makes an uprising. Like, yeah. Yeah. Why, why, why they're so high. Why the inevitable suicide mission happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it really shows you because like they're torturing people like they're, yeah. they're, in, they're quote unquote interrogating people, shit like that. So like you see like the full extent of like, how they're fucking with people to get information. And, you know, like they always alluded to that. in like a lot of the other star Wars, like shows and movies yeah. and stuff, but you never well, see it real. Does it, does it seem like, does it seem like the torturing? Cause a lot of, cause most of the time when the, when the empire is doing crazy stuff like that, you know, outside of the typical, you know, in, like, like where are the rebels hiding that type of stuff. A lot of those things too, I've always th- felt was part of, uh, the emperor's plan to seek out force sensitives and snuff them out. Why? Mm-hmm. That way yeah. he can keep. That way he can keep Sith ruling in control. You know. Yeah. Well, if that's happening, that hasn't made its yeah. debut. What yet. the reason they're trying to snuff these people out is they're trying to figure out how these parts are being stolen and sold on the black market, and yeah, who's yeah. the buyer? Who's you know. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. shit. That's why they're yeah. torturing oh, these motherfuckers. Wait. Oh, wait. If you guys remember, it was in solo. This this show's probably gonna make a solo connection. Remember Benicio del Toro's character? He's the smuggler that shows the revelation that, like, yo, man, the rebels and the Empire are buying guns from like like they're both doing the same shit. Like they're both yeah. They're, they're like, there's not good and evil, which yeah. some people are like, get that fucking shit out of my Star Wars. There's good, there's evil. But yeah. he's he like, there's because the, there's a bit where they have him and he's on that fucking show. It's either Solo or Rogue One itself, I think. But there's this whole thing where they're like, they, they, they bitch his character out. And they're like, why do you know what you know? And he's like, eh, I kind of dabble in some business. And you find out he's a smuggler that's taking, you know, Stealing shit from the rebels to give to the empire, and stealing shit from the empire and giving to the rebels. Like he's just one of those actors that's keeping the war machine going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that was in Last Jedi, right? Was it Last Jedi? Yeah, I th- yeah because he was on the casino planet, right? That's where they met up with him the first time. Wait, was was it because? Cause it is, yeah, you're right. Cause it is the movie. It's the movie where, uh, the Asian chick and then free the animals and they're like riding across those weird. Yeah. Like it's a very weird scene. Yeah, it was Finn and Rose. Yeah, yeah. So that was from. Yeah, he was in the Last Jedi. He played DJ. Yeah, yeah. So and like this is kind of the start of the rebel uprising where like they yeah. made a they made a point whenever they did like the whole heist thing. And then now you see the empire cracking down on everybody because of the inspiration that happened from that. So you kind of see, you know, tensions are rising. It's getting more game of thronesy. Yeah. Which well, my, especially with good. Congress and yeah. Well, what's, what's well, what behind sucks. the scenes there? Well, what's su- like, well, I mean, I guess making it game of thronesy and going to the more political intrigue makes for, like we can stretch this story out for a while. Why? Because the negotiations are breaking down. Yeah. But like, 
one of the things I thought was like kind of a like a wave of the finger at Disney was because when they when they disregarded all of the other canon after the purchase that like what they're what they've essentially done throughout the course of several films and series is completely decanon the the events of the Force Unleashed with Garen Malick or Star Killer, right? Um, because if you're because when you when you if you play it with the idea that he becomes good, he's one of Vader's secret apprentices. Mm-hmm. Um, when you complete the game and you're on the good side, you get the ending where it's you, Leia, a bunch of other people, and like you see them all form the Rebel Alliance. Like that's that's the ending scene of that game is them making the Rebel Alliance. And that's I don't know, it was part of, you know, at least that was part of the canon I always followed with was that like Star Killer, you know, was gonna be you know the second in line one of the many people vader was trying because like what they what they've shown us is that vader's had several apprentices those several apprentices have now become the inquisitors like they're changing a lot of shit and yeah i guess they just took the idea of rogue one to be like let's just really put that final nail in the coffin tell you something they give off to what's that baker name's deborah the one that's doing the investigating Oh yeah, blonde-headed um, lady, right? Yeah, dude, yeah. these motherfuckers are straight up Nazis, right? Oh yeah, the way they act, dude, the way they're like, like when that yeah. dude came up to her and grabbed her, she was like, "Motherfucker, I'll have your ass gone dumb," you know, like, yeah. I'm like, these dudes, they're like straight up SS up in this bitch, dude. Yeah, it's cool seeing some more of that. Yeah, and they're like breaking rules. They're breaking protocol. Oh, yeah. They don't one guy's like, y'all can't do that. And they're like, we'll do whatever we fucking want to do. We're like the police here. Yeah. So, but it's like, <clears throat> it was a slow start, but it's, it's really like after each episode that I watch, I'm just like, man, I can't wait until that next episode comes out. Like I was so and disappointed it's getting, when it went off. I know. I like, right. Oh. Cause you, cause the way that it ends, you're just like, how many gods are on these level? Yeah. You keep your mouth shut if you know what's good for you. And what's funny um, is they refer to their prison sentence as how many hours that or how many shifts they have left. Yeah. He only has 20 more shifts. Yeah. 12 more. So, so what episode would you guys say is we're like, all right, time to fucking put it in high gear. As soon as the heist happens. Six. Okay. Yeah, so episode six is where the the turning point really happened. But like now, there's stuff happening where you kind of need to know what happened in those other ones. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like if you just start watching yeah, there, like the, you're not gonna know who these yeah. people are that they're well, fucking like, with or well, why. Like the character or, development. Yeah. yeah. That way, when homie steps out of the shadows and takes a bullet for Andor, you're like, Whoa. you're yeah. that guy, Andor, fucking moved out of the way in the door and it makes sense why you would do it like like that guy that's got it out for andor if you don't watch those first episodes you don't you're not even gonna know who the fuck he is or why or yeah or what yeah. happened or you kind of got to see it all i mean yeah. yeah oh for sure it pays off oh yeah big way and i'm interested to see how they 
how this all culminates, especially with it getting another season. Like yeah. what? They said they're going to start filming it soon, so it's already. I guess it was a hit. We got yeah, three episodes right. left. Yeah. Well, y'all want to hit on a little a little titty bit here of uh of movie news? Baby. Yeah, we got a couple of things here. So first up, Indiana Jones series reportedly wanted at Disney Plus. So the adventures. <laughs> well, Sorry. all right. Let, the adventures may not be ending just yet. Variety reports that there are tentative plans at Disney Plus to develop an Indiana Jones series following the release of Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones Five, the final installment of the movie series to feature Harrison Ford as the adventurer. According to the new report, Disney and Lucasfilm execs have been fielding pitches from writers in their search for the right story for the potential series. Because no writer has yet signed on, it remains unclear if the series would be developed as a reimagining of Indiana Jones or a spinoff following different characters in the same universe. A prequel with a younger actor in the role of Indy is another possibility, but nothing will be known about the plot until a pitch is accepted for the series. Recasting iconic characters rarely seem to go over very well with fans, so introducing a new Indiana Jones doesn't seem to be the most likely plan. In any case, for the series, uh, in any case, the plans for the series are not set in stone at this time, as they're reportedly part of an overall strategy to keep the Indiana Jones franchise alive. Of course, Ford has been synonymous with Indiana Jones since Raiders of the Lost Ark, and this might mean that it will take some time before a solid plan is put in place to expand the franchise. It's also noted that Lucasfilm and Disney are open to exploring new movies in the series as well, perhaps in conjunction with the planned series. But while fans can still hold out, hold out hope for a special appearance from Ford, don't expect to see him starring in indie and in indie based projects after Indiana Jones five. Um, the good news here is they haven't like just greenlit the first thing that come up. Yeah. That's, that's the good news. Um, it's a good it's it's a good idea that they're like holding out for the right story and it seems like if that right story doesn't necessarily come along then they're going to just put that off to the side and not worry about it which is is good for them well, instead of just cash grabbing it you know well let's 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 just do some like some speculation here well, how would you what guys about what it says under it it says there's a possibility of a short round sped off series well, I'd be totally you, down for that after seeing that actor and that fucking everywhere all at once yeah. thing. Like, yeah. well, how how would you guys how would you guys end the Indiana Jones saga? I mean, he's got to die, right? No, no, man, no, no, but no. If he doesn't die, yes. we can always bring him. Back. Yes, no, but yes and no. Like, mm-hmm. hear me out. Just hear me out with this. I think I got an idea, Hollywood. If you're listening, get a notepad. <laughs> You have, you come up with a MacGuffin that's going to be the plot of the movie. Indiana Jones does his one last hurrah. He gets suckered into whatever. He gets kidnapped or whatever. Have him separate from the group. It's him. And then you have either a young student coming up to do it and his son. Following? Anyway. Mm -hmm. Two different stories going on. To make sure it's a, a successful Indiana Jones film. 
people are the people that Indiana Jones with. He's doing Indiana Jones shit. Like he gets free, he gets away from them, but make it to where every critical plot point that moves the story along, Indiana Jones is on screen while it's fucking happening. Have the other group slowly make their way to where he's at. Don't spend too much time on it, but you know, show that they're doing shit that matters. Have it coalesce. They fucking save the day. The bad guys are defeated. All right, here's where it gets critical. When the movie's over, or when it's after the climax of the film, have Indiana Jones or whatever, have them leaving the spot of where the, the, the events of the film, the, where, the, where the climax takes place at. They're leaving. You know, he's, you know, he's taking some damage, but he ain't dead. But he's like, I'm too old for this. You know, that's a poignant moment to put in. A, I'm too old for this moment, you know? Yeah. Put it, you know, come up with something that's not oh, as cheesy, but crying. make it. Yeah. He's like, get me the hell out of here, you know? Well, all right. He gets, you know, you know, everything, the day is saved or whatever. And we, you know, it's, it's over with and they're happy. But then we get a time jump. The son's older now. You realize that he's uh, graduated in archaeology. He's become his dad, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And have the years pass to where Indiana Jones just died peacefully, man. He lived out the rest of his life. And and like have it to where, you know, uh, it's like, you know, have him getting ready. He's getting his shit ready. They're like, man, we're going to this new site. There's this new dig. There's all this stuff, you know, fucking like, it's going to be awesome. Like we might find some shit, you know, he's leaving. And then as he's going, he's like, hang on a second. He goes back upstairs, unzips his bag, goes to the closet Pulls down an old suitcase, lifts it up. It's the fedora and the bullwhip. He stuffs it in the bag, closes the thing, go, hits the door, roll credits. I mean, that would be the most logical thing to do, but... It's Disney. Yeah, I mean, that would be... I mean, get... Hit all those points in a, in a in a far more creative way than I can come up with, of course. But hit those notes, like let that let that be the beats. Yeah. But I mean, here's the problem with doing that: if they recast Indy's son, then they're going to have to find someone with enough pull that's cheap to do a series with, if they were wanting to do it like in that regard. Well, if it's um, a TV, if it's a TV show. Just straight up, it, I mean, it, it could have the same effect as the new Doctor for Doctor Who showing up at the last five fucking seconds of the show. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, bam, damn, you got to wait a year before you really see what he can do. Right. So, I mean, like, I don't know, man. Or just that cast would... Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I would say that would be the best thing to do, best case scenario, but like, here's my thing. What is the worst thing that would happen if they either do young Indiana Jones or just complete, like have it Indiana Jones set in the Indiana Jones universe with, it doesn't even have to be young Indiana Jones, just a version of him that's cast by somebody else. Mm -hmm. If they, if they pick the right person and if they pick the right writers, 
they say in this article that it never goes over well, but there's been exceptions to that rule. And the exceptions to that rule all comes down to how well written it is and how committed the actor is to actually given that type of performance. So at the end of the day, if they do an Indiana Jones series and it doesn't focus on Indiana Jones, I don't think people are going to be as interested in watching it. I think they're just going to be like, I wish Indiana Jones was in this. Yeah. Well, they Um, certainly can't, they certainly can't re what they, the, the thing that they have to be careful. I think the most with all of this is the Indiana Jones movies do not need to be retold. No, like they if, they do, if, if they go the option of a series or whatever, well, like if they do a young Indiana Jones, they can't be doing that and suddenly he's fucking reenacting Raiders of the Lost Ark or like sending them on, you know, stuff that's like supposed to be a nod and wink, but in terms, it's a narrative mistake because it undoes the films, you know? Yeah. I don't think any director would, um, that would be like suicide for your career. Well, like that. You know what I mean? If you were were like, I'm reading, like the the guy that's like, I'm rebooting Back to the Future, it's like, whoa, you had a good run. (laughs) Uh, You know, no matter what this movie is, you're probably done after this, even if it's good. Because ultimately, whoever gets attached to do it, they're having to fill the shoes of Steven fucking Spielberg. Well, he's not directing this one. I know. So, I mean, like, it's like, which you're, is weird. You're taking, you're, like, you're punching in with that time card though. Like you are, you you better be ready to work the shift, man. <laughs> and the Butterworths yeah, wrote the script, so. I mean, yeah. and don't get me wrong. I know, I know, we got Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and 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 to some people, it's an underrated gem. For me, I'm like, yeah. eh. Cool recycled use of Back to the Future bits. That's cool. Like the the whole uh, the whole sequence with uh, him in the uh, fridge, yeah, that was supposed to be in Back to the Future. I can't remember the exact context of it, but it was like that was like there were set like apparently Crystal Skull had a lot of like recycled parts and ideas callbacks, right. yeah, shit that that could have but never was, and they're like oh, let's put it in Indiana Jones, yeah. But I could see a thing with short round working. Yeah. Like a small little series where uh, man, uh, we don't know what he's good, been doing all this time, you know. Well, give us a good six episode stretch for Disney Plus, man. And I yeah. mean you could tell a great story probably. You definitely had the you would definitely have the runtime for it. They gotta be careful though, because this is the original Tomb Raider, you know? Yeah, uh, right. Uh, no Dude, they, 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 these movies inspired so many kids to become archaeologists today, like that that are like out in the field now. Yeah. You know what I mean? That Jurassic like, Park. There's that one motherfucker out there sweeping dirt off a fucking fossil that got that that's even there because they watched him fucking do the quick change of the item and uh, you know, Temple of Doom. You know. Yeah. Well, like that's that's a part of pop culture. Yeah, for sure. That scene, just swapping it out, like. Oh, it's the opening scene, calling back to the Weird Al story. Uh, there, like, uh, 
when he did UHF, if y'all remember the opening scene of that whole fucking movie that Weird Al did, he's reenacting Temple of Doom. And he he does that whole weighted fucking like pulling out some of the sand. Yeah, filling the weight, see if it's the same. He switches it and then it still fucks up. <laughs> like I mean, you never touch the golden mon- the coveted golden monkey, you know? I mean if if dude, if a fucking uh if it's got an opening in the roof and light is beaming down on it, leave it the fuck alone. <laughs> like, for real. Yeah. We'll see what Disney does with it. I mean, with Kathleen Kennedy attached, nothing can go wrong, right? I mean, so, I will say I saw an article recently where it addressed that even she has come out and said that she was not happy with how some the of the movies sequel trilogy turns out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, for that. that's a whole other, that's a whole other conversation and we don't have movie news to link it to it other than it's Disney. But I did see that and was like, hey, at least she owned up to it. Nah. Yeah. Her. yeah, for real, right? So next up here, Sean Levy to direct Star Wars movie after Deadpool 3. Uh, Going from one big franchise to another, Sean Levy plans to follow up his work on Deadpool 3 and the final season of Stranger Things by taking the helm of a new Star Wars movie. Deadline reports that Levy is now in talks to direct a Star Wars film as soon as he wraps up his work on the aforementioned projects. No other information has yet been revealed about the project, such as who might be writing the screenplay or what the film might be about. The Levy confirmed the news with an excited post on Twitter. Childhood me is losing his shit right now. Grown up me is too, Levy said. So, yeah, I mean, when you look at this dude's filmography, he's done, <sighs> like, of course, he's done Stranger Things. Uh, he does, I mean, he did, he's th- killing it. Yeah. The Adam Rival. Project, Free Guy, uh, Real Still, Date Night, The Night at the Museum stuff, The Internship, Pink Panther. That's what he's directed. When you look I mean, at his production that's, credits. That's a good rap sheet. Yeah, he was a producer on Arrival. Yeah. I mean, so, he's, a, he's a resume that bumps up the line, dude. Yeah. Well, and with his work doing some of that more... um child friendly things like not at the museum uh pink panther um stuff like that it's a perfect tool to have approaching star wars yeah exactly so and it makes me very interested to see how his version of deadpool is going to play out like i know that him and ryan reynolds got really close whenever they did the adam project Mm -hmm. and free guy guy. so that yeah that in and of itself speaks volumes especially since Reynolds is so passionate about that character, that's like Star Wars for this guy makes sense. Deadpool three for this guy. It's probably the reason he got the job. Yeah. Right. I guarantee yeah. you dude was like, this is who I want. You know, he's got some pull. Yeah. So, well, if you look, if you, if, if you call back to the Adam project and just how that film was done, he's able Disney to, he's, he's able to be poignant. On yeah. the level that a Star Wars film needs, especially regardless of where the timeline is, because there's so many 
so much shit going on in the universe, in the Star Wars universe now with as far as live a- action that like you can make any part in the story be poignant now. Yeah. Um but that but with the action, the the you know, all the high stakes type of adventure stuff that Stranger Things Things Stranger Things and and Deadpool has even though they're both very drastically different approaches to like blockbuster style storytelling you know it, yeah i think it makes sense i would i would i I'm, I'm interested for them to release details on what particular aspect of star wars this is going to cover yeah for sure so i'm excited for him man i'm excited to see what he does with uh with deadpool 3 and then of course stranger things they're working on I, it now I, was... I didn't know he directed that he's done 42 episodes did he yeah, did I mean, that entire makes, last season? I think so. That makes a lot of sense, dude. Yeah. Like over the years, you know, the show's always been good, but you just see their production quality going through the roof. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just think of the last season of Stranger Things. Yeah, dude. And you're like, dude, he could he he could absolutely Anger. kill some Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I certainly don't want Eddie Munson playing Master of Puppets in a fucking X-wing or anything, but like, he could. The, just the way it, he was able to take the budget that Stranger Things has, which is probably substantial now, but he was able to take that and think about how good that show looked for, you know. Yeah. Because we got so much more upside down than we've gotten throughout the entire show in that season. Well, the way it yeah. paid off. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Good on him. I'm glad. You know, he's done great things, but I'm glad that he's, you know, they're giving him kind of the keys to the kingdom when it comes to star Wars, especially after all the other crazy shit that's been going on with star Wars in the, in the, 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 the theatrical realm, as opposed to like the, you know, television Mm -hmm. realm. So speaking of Deadpool three, Hugh Jackman pitched his return as Logan in Deadpool three to Ryan Reynolds. After seemingly retiring from playing the role of Logan for good, Hugh Jackman has since signed on to return to the character for the upcoming sequel, Deadpool 3. The news followed years of Ryan Reynolds teasing how much he wanted Jackman to co-star with him in a Deadpool sequel, at one point detailing his plans to do a road trip film featuring the two characters. So, on the surface, it would seem that Reynolds must have somehow finally convinced Jackman to return as Logan in the new movie. However, despite Reynolds' long-standing desire to team up Logan and Deadpool, it was actually Jackman who started the recent chain of events that led to his casting. In a new interview with Collider, Reynolds refused to take all the credit for orchestrating Wolverine's return. From the interview, he explains that it was actually Jackman who had reached out to him to inquire about the possibility. Reynolds isn't divulging what exactly Jackman said, but notes that the actor made it very clear that he wants to bring back Wolverine, perhaps missing the character after his apparent demise in Logan. So, and then he goes into the quote, I don't, <clears throat> I don't believe that I'm responsible for Hugh coming back. I always wanted Hugh to come back. My first meeting with Kevin Feige when Disney bought Fox years ago, maybe three years ago, or three and a half, four years ago, I'm not sure, was about doing a movie with the two of us, a Deadpool Wolverine movie. And that was not possible at the time. And then Hugh just happened to call at that perfect moment and express that he'd be interested in coming back and doing this one more time. And the contents of that conversation, I'll let 
I'll let Hugh, because I know it's only inevitable that you and Hugh are going to speak at some point soon, I'm sure. I'll let Hugh answer that on his own. But he expressed interest in coming back, and then it was my job to take that to Feige one more time and sell it. So, I mean, that says a lot right there, mm-hmm. right? But here's here's the thing, though. Logan kind of broke the Wolverine character out of the mold that Fox created. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then with the Fox Disney that went on for a while. And then I think Jackman was just like, man, I'm, you know, like if, if Disney gets it right, then I'm not going to be able to do something Logan esque. I'm still going to be kind of confined to that same mold. But if they put me in a Deadpool movie though, then I can really be more Logan-esque and I can kind of be a little bit more faithful faithful to what that character really is. Um, and I think that that's what, what excited him. And then, of course, their relationship of how, you know, because they're always posting like ugly Christmas sweater yeah. pictures and shit. You know what I mean? So they're, like, of, they got a yeah, they're, yeah, which is great, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, I'm I'm very excited to see that. And it's cool that he's the one that was like, I kind of want to come back as Wolverine, you know, and this might snowball into other things. You know what I mean? Like this might bring Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine in the MCU as we know it in some capacity, whether it be passing the torch, you know, having I think another that's why death. they want to put him in it. Cause it's like, this is going to be the big, mm-hmm. you know, this is Marvel. Expert yeah, right. This ain't Fox anymore. This is, yeah, yeah. The chicken's coming home to roost. Yeah. So it would so make that, sense that he's there. It's like, yeah, he's fucking Yeah. Wolverine, man. Yeah. So that's awesome. I'm 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 happy that they're doing it and I'm I'm happy for for Hugh Jackman to be able to play like to just be able to call somebody up and be like, I kinda wanna play Wolverine again and they're like, done. You know, like we, yeah, it would be you know, it would be really cool. And just like, and maybe I need to think in a larger scope here. But the way that the characters work, it would be hilarious if they're bantering. Like, it would be, you know, one of many things to link it to where they've always been there. Because that's going to be the fun part of injecting X-Men into the MCU is the creative way in which they're going to go about making it to where all right, these guys aren't just here. They've been around, but here's why you ain't seen them or here's what they were doing or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it would be funny if just at some point, you know, you see you see some people jump through a portal to go to the end game battle and right before that portal closes, Deadpool and Wolverine walk through and you, we just never saw it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like Wolverine shoved up and when, sorry, and when shit hits the fan, Wolverine's just already hacking people, but Deadpool's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. This is really dumb. Like, what, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And so they get the fuck out of there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they showed up, they did some shit, but they were, their story was going on. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see how all this plays out, because I think it'll be some incredible things. Very incredible things here, so. I'm excited, dude. So excited. Yeah, Yep, yep. It's a good day to be a fan, you know? So next up here, 
Netflix announced that they're going to be doing some Gears of War stuff, right? They're going to be doing a Gears of War film, possibly an adult animated series, but they haven't they haven't given a lot of information. So, Dave Bautista became part of the conversation once it was officially announced that the Gears of War movie is happening at Netflix. On Monday, the streamer revealed that a live-action movie adaptation is now in the works along with an adult animated series. No additional information has been revealed, making it a mystery as to who will be taking the lead in the Gears of War film. If you were to ask many fans, however, they have already have someone in mind. Batista is someone who's been very public about his interest in starring in a Gears of War adaptation. At one point, he he had even personally pitched the potential movie to Warner Brothers, though he failed to get the ball rolling. The wrestler turned actor may have given up on ever getting the role, but now that we know the movie is a go, fans are tagging Batista and Netflix on social media in an effort to unite the two and make the casting finally happen. So there's been a couple of, you know, a couple of fan casts, some facts to see. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is what people are are wanting. And I think that this would make a whole lot of sense. So a lot of people are wanting Batista to play Marcus. They're wanting The Rock to play Dom, which I I don't know about that. They're wanting Terry Crews to play Coltrane. And they're wanting Cena. I was thinking John um, Cena. Yeah. Because they're all big. Yeah. To play Baird. Yeah. Yeah. So I got the build. Yeah, I don't see the rock happening, but yeah, but the the other three though, yeah, and Batista's already in bed with. Netflix, I think so. I think Dom yeah. should be. Now, hear me out. He may not have the beefed up wrestler physique like Cena and Batista in them, but I think uh, I think it should be played by a uh, what was his name? Um, God damn it! I'll get back to it, but uh. Well, some I mean, people I'm, want Barenthal to play. Dude, yes, that's you fucking. We're we're we need a we need a fucking Jaeger right now, Griffin. We are drifting. <laughs> like, I mean, I want a Jaeger bombs. <laughs> yeah, we'll fucking get in the mech and blow up a city. Uh, I can meet you that way. But um, yeah, dude, Barenthal is fucking uh, Dom, Dom. Dude, yeah. sells itself. Yeah. I mean, it, it's cool that Netflix is doing it. Netflix definitely has the money to make something like this happen. And to me, like, don't pitch it as a film. Pitch it as a series. Yeah, that would be better. Yeah, because, better. I mean, yeah. There, oh, man, dude. There's yeah, so there's, much lore, you know? Dude. You can build up to a film. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. you, could, you could straight up tell, like, you, like if we're, if we're just going to contain gears of war down to the events of one two and three if you just stick to the to the narrative that those three games go by that's a show oh yeah for sure in and of itself that's a couple of seasons of a show oh yeah man that's a full fucking show man a a fucking like several seasons like seasons one game uh seasons one and two game one seasons uh three and four game two and then seasons five, six, and possibly seven, Gears Three, yeah, flesh out the backstory more, have more live actions of like post, uh, or not post, but pre-emergence, yeah, yeah. 
which would be fucking awesome because it would it would be really cool to see Sarah, the planet of Sarah, to be fucking, you know, actually inhabited, and you see how that world is working and everything, and then you have and but like straight up, first episode of the show, man, Emergence Day. Marcus has been fucking prison. You don't know what the fuck's going on. You have no idea what the pendulum wars were. Like all that shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing. I I read a script like forever ago. This is probably 15 years at this point. The original script that someone had for uh, a Gears of War movie. And they wanted to start the movie out. Like the opening, the opening of the film would have been the pendulum wars, what they were, and the fallout of the pen, the pendulum wars and like everything that like led Marcus up to getting put in prison. Mm-hmm. And then it, then it does a hard fast forward. That was like the first 15, 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Then it does a hard fast forward to emergence day and then Ram. Like it goes into all that kind of stuff. And it's I was like, like, dude, cause gears of war, like, out of the Xbox stories or the Xbox games that had like really well written stories from back then, like Gears was one of those that I was like, dude, I'm I'm loving every minute of it, Jerry. Like, <laughs> like I, I ate those games up, dude. That shit was so much fun, and it's only better when it has a awesome narrative to follow. Yeah. So it and to me, like since they've already got Batista locked in over there, why not go ahead and lock in if they're not planning on doing anything DC related, get Snyder involved. If he's interested, I think that his vision and the way that he does that grim, dark look would translate perfectly to the gears of war universe. I agree. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, technically you could replace the plot of army of the dead. And it it could be a prototype pitch for Gears. Yeah, I mean, the only difference is replace the zombies with locusts. Yeah, and And have them working deeper in the ground instead of, like, trying to find the fucking queen. I mean, you know. Yeah. So, but I'm excited for that. I was, of course, huge, big, you know, Gears fan, and I'm interested. Like, if they do just uh, a a somewhat faithful retelling of those first three. Mm-hmm. I, I would be very, very happy. And it would be nice if they would go back and show a little bit of the Pendulum War stuff and the events that led up to Marcus being in prison and all that kind of stuff. Like I mean, that's even, I, even if the first 15 minutes of the movie is the, the aspect of the Pendulum Wars or whatever, whatever, you know, the shit that goes down to make Marcus get put in the fucking, in the slammer. Yeah. Like you could do that in the first few, you know, and, you know, get that jump a little sooner. That way it keeps you in your seat. Cause some people might check out when they're like, man, we're here to see dudes kill monsters. Why is this happening? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm ready for it. We'll see it in about five years, you know? I mean, dude, you, there's no, reason why they couldn't fast track this and get this shit done like within a year year and a half of filming with like a if they had like a if they they could go so far as to do two months of principal photography they could still shit that movie out in a year and a half yeah but it's not like everybody on that list is not busy right you know what i mean that's an issue like 
yeah. trying to get them all together at the same time. Yeah. She. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. So James Gunn's gives some bad news to some people, Trav. What's that? He He's bad news for the air cut and legends of tomorrow. So James Gunn is probably one of the most active film directors on social media. Since taking over as co-CEO of DC Studios on November the 1st, Gunn has been a little quiet on Twitter, on the Twitter front until today. Across several posts, Gunn acknowledged and addressed the frequently raised hashtags from fans of some of the canceled DC shows and the legendary air cut of Suicide Squad, which seemed to have swelled in numbers since Gunn and Peter Safran were given the keys to the DC kingdom. In his post, Gunn lays down the current focus of the new regime, which does not currently involve looking to the past, but is all about new projects across various mediums. In length, Gunn said, open up Twitter at the end of a long creative weekend to see the many tweets to hashtag save legends of tomorrow and hashtag release the air cut and fan support for other DC projects over the years. The majority of these requests were enthusiastic and respectful as the new and first ever CEOs of DC studios. Peter and I think it's important. We acknowledge you, the fans and letting you know, we hear your different desires for the pathways forward for DC. Although our ability to interact on Twitter has been lessened due to the workload of our new positions, we are listening and open to everything as we embark on this journey and will continue to do so for the next few years. But all our initial focus is on the story going forward, hammering out the new DCU and telling the biggest stories ever told across multiple films, television shows, and animated projects. We invite all the DC fandoms from across the multiverse and everyone else as well into this new universe. We can't wait to reveal more. So, he didn't necessarily say no. All he said was that they're focusing on basically building the foundation of the new DC that they're working on, right? The, the new direction for, for the DC universe. Um, so, I don't think that it's like, I don't think that it's necessarily not going to happen. I just don't think that like he's not in a position to make that call to an extent, right? Might be like, because, some like down the road shit. Yeah, yeah because I, th I think it's more like they're not. It, it, I, I think you're right. I don't think it's a no. I think it's a we not right now, man. Well, like, they're we working gotta, on we, getting house in order. Yeah, know? yeah. We won't do that. Yeah. Because, I mean, could you imagine taking over something like this right now to where, like, it's been somewhat successful, but it's also been ran into the ground into a to a certain degree, and you're trying to pick up all the pieces of this puzzle that your dog got into, and you're yeah. trying to, like, figure out what pieces are missing as far, and the pieces that are missing are absolutely the actors and, and the, the storytellers that, that they had lined up originally on the DC project. So like I could only imagine what the fuck that is going through their heads because they're, they've got a lot of limitations that they have to work in within. So it makes absolute sense that they're not committing to anything right now, because at the end of the day, if they're in a position to where they can release that, 
then they will, because guess what's going to happen? It's going to drive traffic to HBO Max like crazy, especially the air cut, you know? Yeah. So I think that at some point it will inevitably happen. I, I don't think that it's necessarily going to happen right now. Well, I feel like the air cut is going to get a slow, a slow burn approach instead of the Snyder cut. Cause the Snyder cut was what the culmination of like a six year campaign. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be even longer for that, but I feel like on a business decision or a decision making level for a business, it's this thing where it's like, all right, we have this air cut. We know that this is going to build up revenue because there's yeah. going to be people that's going to flock to our it is smart service. To hold it, hold yeah. it in yeah. our back pocket. Let us iron out things. Let us start, you know, get things in order. See where yeah. that goes. If the quality starts to increase, they could drop that cut, and it's a, it's a, just like a fucking shot of testosterone. Because it's done. Man. That yeah. movie's yeah. finished. Yeah, like they have it. Yeah. I also think they want to put a little bit of space between the Batgirl movie. Oh, yeah. Because as soon as they drop that, then it's going to start a whole campaign. Well, why don't you drop that one? Is it because it's a woman? No, the movie sucks. Yeah. You know. I I, I agree. I think getting themselves distanced from all of these past few years of, like, crazy shit happening from the Snyder Cut to that and everything... I think distancing it would make it more of like a, it would feel more of a fan treat. Yeah, like a se. reward. Yeah. It could be 10 years from now and they're like, we're dropping the fuckers. We're, we're dropping the cut. And you'd be like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like with some of the things that we've heard about the differences between the air cut and what we actually had. Are they going to be able, and are they going to plan on bringing back Leto as the Joker? Because that retells his story in a completely different way. So it definitely gets more screen time. Yeah, well, and yeah. like he dies. <laughs> you know, according yeah. to to the reports, he dies at a certain point, and then like comes back to life and all this other shit. So it's just like, do you want that people to think that that's canon? Yeah, I think putting it out as like, because it would be cool if they did something where they had like a, like, you know how in Disney Plus we have the Marvel special presentations now. Yeah. Well, what if they do that in the same regard for the DCU? Because let's face it, both companies can absolutely run the same business model and can't nobody catch shit for it. No. Yeah, it's like you didn't invent it. Like, yeah, like it's it a work, it's model. A, like you have a roster of comic book material that you've made into a shared connected universe. Well, there's also another company that has a set of comic books that is a shared universe. I think why that's not, one reason why they brought Gunn in, dude. He worked at I the mean, other one. Yeah. He's so why not? Why, well, why not go two plus two equals four, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's easy. And like, I, it would be cool if they did this where it was like, all right, a deep, like, you know how they have the Marvel one shots. Well, the DC, the DC comics have the annuals, and I, I believe, I believe Marvel does annuals too. If I'm if I'm if memory serves correct, yes. But it's just a one contained story, usually a big boy. They drop it. That's it. They don't. There's nothing else to it. That's the thing. They could do the same thing with 
with with a or cut a suicide squad it's like you know dc presents you know dc annual number one david ayer's suicide squad yeah so i i like his response and i like how because he didn't say it in such a condescending way the same way that they would whenever people were going on about the um Oh man, the Snyder, the Snyder cut, cut. Yeah. was like it was like, dude, watching that campaign was like watching an old medieval wagon trek down a mud riddled pothole covered fucking road, dude. Yeah, it made it, it got through it, but my God, were there some fucking bumps, and that thing came out dirty as shit, dude. Yeah, so I, I like his respectful approach, and that just makes me respect the process that much more. And him basically like, look, I worked my ass off this weekend. We're still trying to like, paraphrasing, we're trying to get our shit together over here. So bear with us, and then we'll we'll see what happens going forward. And respect all day long. You know what well, I mean? It makes me wonder if like they're doing something. And I don't know. Maybe Marvel does this shit too because we know of the the fabled uh, trips that Foggy takes, where they're like, we're planning Marvel for the next seven years, or you know that type of shit. Yeah. Like I wonder if they're working out an overarching thing that they're like, here's what the DCU's gonna tell as a whole. Yeah. Where can we open up and allow these directors who are gonna get these IPs hand them the story, be like, Hey, do what you want. This is your story. Here's this beat that you need to get to, and here's this landing you need to get to in some way. However, the line to from A to B can be as loopy as you fucking want it, but let them get there, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, hats off to him. I'm I'm excited to see what these guys do going forward. And respect for him actually acknowledging it on Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like acknowledging the Answering. fans whatsoever. Yeah. Because, like, well, he didn't have to say shit. Yeah. A, a lot of, of other people can... Yeah, a lot of people can take note from transparency like that, you know? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, you know. I think DC absolutely <clears throat> needs to be transparent right now. Yeah. I think tucking everything away eventually and going like cryptic foggy, sure, that can be in the cards, but not right now. Yeah, they haven't built up enough goodwill. No. At, at the end of the day, they haven't built up enough goodwill for that yet, so... And I mean, don't give away the movies. You know what I mean? Like, don't tell us what's going to happen, but be like, uh, we're going to be, we're going to be uh, exploring this avenue. You might be familiar with this. Let some good screenshots make their way out online. Some production shots. Make like do do little bits that are that's going to you know, like you said, give us give the audience more faith, more dependability, or you know, or, or have more trust in you. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, but last up here, D and D Honor Among Thieves released delayed by Paramount. So Paramount's new D and D Honor Among Thieves has had its release date pushed back by four weeks, with Deadline reporting the film is now eyeing a late March 2023 release. The latest attempt to bring the fantasy role-playing world to life on the big screen will be looking to avoid the fate of the 2000 movie starring Jeremy Irons, which was a massive flop. This is just the latest delay to hit the reboot movie, which was initially slated to hit cinemas in July of 2021 before being a casualty of the COVID pandemic shutdown. 
Uh, D&D Honor Amongst Thieves will be a new take on the role-playing board game that became more popular recently thanks to its central role in Netflix smash Stranger Things. However, whether there will be a big box office for the Chris Pine-led fantasy is yet to be seen, although this latest delay shouldn't be seen as any kind of reflection on the movie itself and is more likely a purely logistical move. Um, Honor Amongst Thieves was originally expected to debut in theaters on March the 3rd, a date that has recently seen Creed uh, Creed 3 added to it. While the two movies will have uh, have vastly different demographics, there's little doubt that Paramount Paramount will want to have the clearest run for the movie, and with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania releasing in mid-February, it is maybe not surprising that no one wants to really compete in the first few weeks on release. The people at Paramount saw that fucking Ant-Man trailer, and they're like, we gotta delay this shit now. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what happened, dude, because when I... Yeah, it's very smart, yeah. Anybody that watches that Ant-Man trailer is going to see that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, and the the odds of them going to see that movie several weeks after Ant Man is increased. Well, Isn't it's it in- interesting because January and February is notorious for being the graveyard of the movie cycle of the year. Like it's where all the low faith films go. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that Marvel has found a way to lock even that quarter of the year down? Well, they need the and- block. And the movie that is intimidating the other companies is fucking Ant Man of all the yeah. characters. Yeah, I just think right. that's funny. No, I mean yeah. not that. I mean, dude, the Ant Man films have. Ha, ha, are, to yeah, me, but this one's gonna be some, an, a big piece oh, of the pie. So, well, th- well, this one's finally like yeah, Ant Man getting, the getting the Captain America budget. You know? Yeah. So. Oh yeah, like you said too. Like this is. This is a big MCU yeah. narrative plot point. That's this ain't go some down in this streaming movie. service. Yeah. You might watch it. Shit, it's like, yeah, if you've been following for the last ten years. You definitely yeah, this watching is, this one. Yeah, right. This is the this is a a linker for sure. Yeah, it's it's smart on their part to push that off. They want no reason other than people not being interested to go watch it as the reason that this D and D movie failed. And you kind of get, have to, you know, hats off to them for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like, I mean, you know, some people would just be like, fuck it, dude. So there was another article that I saw and I can't remember. Okay. So as another aside for Marvel, Owen Wilson's Mobius is going to be playing a major role in Deadpool 3. Don't know what that means. Don't know in what capacity. But the dude Who? from Loki, Owen Wilson's character from Loki. Oh, you said is going to have. Yeah. I was like, Mobius. Yeah. Oh. Not, not Morbius. Mo- yeah. Okay. I see. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So. I don't know what that means. I don't know like anything about that, but like there well, if you if you remember the TVA wasn't destroyed, it was reformed. Mm-hmm. And him and dudes at the head of it now. So who's to say that they didn't wipe his mind and he's just now another drone again? Well, I mean, you get I mean, the, he don't remember a lot of stuff like after that 
the events of that last Loki when they kill. Yeah. So he, whenever Loki showed up, he's like, come on, we got to go do this thing. And he's like, yeah, but this thing happened. And he's like, what, what are you? Wow. You know, <laughs> yeah. wow. You, you got man. the yeah. pad. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he's going to have a huge, a huge, uh, a part in, in Deadpool, which is like, whoa. Yeah. Like of all the characters, uh, you know, of course, other than Wolverine, I wouldn't expect him, but that makes sense because Deadpool fucking the timelines up like he did in the last in Deadpool two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoa, what's Ooh, the implication? Yeah. What if that's, what if they, yeah. What if, what if Deadpool as a character is causing incursions? He's not aware of it. Cause why the fuck would he care? Yeah. And, uh, what if him and Wolverine got a fight off the TVA or something? Or they're like, th- that's the story. It's a road trip movie where they're part of TVA now and they're just going to stop themselves from fucking the timeline because Hugh Jackman, like Wolverine, yes. fucks the days Dude, of future they past. To, time. They yeah. have to go fucking kill each other. Dude, because that yeah. would be such a reference to Wolverine and Age of Ultron. Yeah. He has to go back in time and kill himself from killing Ant-Man. So, like, dude, like, yeah, you could totally, that would work. That would be so funny, dude. And Owen Wilson's like, you you really screwed the timeline up this time. Wow. You know? <laughs> and what would be funny is if, like, they're like, look, we can't kill, I can't kill myself. Like, you know where Deadpool's like, I can't kill myself. Yeah. I don't have the urge to. Like it's you know it's a big play on suicide, which would be very dark as like as hell, but it would still be funny. He's like, I have a thing about that, you know. So they both decide, all right, well, we're going to kill each other's variants for each other. Yeah. So Wolverine and Deadpool are having to kill Wolverine, and you know what? I'm, so anytime well, and they're trying to coach them on how to do it. Yeah. You know. It, it and that would be crazy because they would ultimately learn each other's weaknesses. Wow. Wow, you guys messed it up. I mean, we can fix it. We can fix it. But wow, it's really messed up. You have three skill points to distribute. What you gonna pick? Yeah, getting the flash, Deadpool. <laughs> Just don't let it. Don't let it fuck your build up, Wade. But yeah, I, I stumbled across that on Twitter, and I meant to like send it, and I was in the middle of some shit. And then while we were talking about that, I was like, wait a minute. There was some fucking Owen Wilson wowness going on. So, wow. Speaking of wow, yeah, I'm not talking about World of Warcraft. We got some trailers. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, Um, uh, before we jump into trailers, uh, something that I I dropped was a little short Godzilla thing. Um, We celebrated Godzilla Day a couple days ago, guys. Uh, King of the Monsters. Uh, coming up in the world, he's still around and kicking. Um, but uh, I wish I had the article. But uh, but um, Toho has announced that they are working on a new Godzilla movie that's going to be out either sometime next year in 2014 or 24. Sorry, uh, I slipped a decade for a minute there. But <laughs> <Wow>. um, <laughs> the the thing I have in trailers is a short film. But it is still, nonetheless, uh, I saw, I just saw some little clips from it and I was pretty impressed and I was like, well, let's, I figured it's something to celebrate Godzilla on, on the pod, man. We'll, we could save it to the end and give it a watch. And, 
you know. I mean, he is king of March. So yeah. So. Uh, so um, yeah. So that's what that is. It's not a trailer by any means. So if we want to watch that last, uh, that'd be cool. But I would like to watch it with you guys. I'm diggity down. Yep. So spirited. Is this spirited away? No. Oh. This is fucking Scrooged. Is I mean, it? I mean, man, it. Say what you will about Studio Ghibli. Spirit Away was a beautifully drawn film. I agree. I digress. I'm ready. We watched the teaser for this. Yeah. Where they were, they were, it's got, um, classic Christmas films, you know, you got to talk to death. You got to talk to your shitty person. Name's Tiny Tim. Um, that's every oh, day. Yeah. You know? Oh, wasn't this the one that, we, that that one of us said? Uh, my name is Earl. Joke, essentially. Mm, possibly. You got to go back, right some wrongs. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like screen. Anyway. Yeah. With Ryan Reynolds. All right. Three, two, one. Play. I like how now they just upload it to their channel. He's like. I'll upload my own trailers. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that death from Bill and Ted? I think so. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's gonna be the good pick me up for the holiday season, dude. Yeah, we gotta watch that for sure, right? If Ryan oh, yeah. Reynolds wasn't in it, I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, right. I just kind of gotten burned out on well, Farrell. He's a little feral nowadays, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I can absolutely agree that it, it's. It's the Reynolds star power that, that sold me. 
We got another. We got. Is this the official? It is yeah. glass onion, dude. Hell yeah! I'm excited to see this. All right. Three, two, one. Onion night. Disruptors have assembled. (laughs) Oh. You don't look happy to see him. At all. <laughs> it's been a real murder. I knew he was going to say murder. Murder. Can't wait. Yeah, that looks so good. That character is fucking perfect, you know? Daniel Craig. All these murders. So is this a remake of Troll? Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't say it's a remake. It's a foreign, though, right? Oh, okay. Close caption is not available. This is I'm uh, ready. Netflix US, so it should have subtitles. Subtitles. All right. Three, two, one, play. Cave Troll. No, there's no subtitles. It didn't say nothing when the dog barked. That'd be scary as fuck. 
Oh, I just okay. watched the wave. Wow. Damn. It's been a while since I've seen a good troll movie. Wait, so it's so this is Norwegian Godzilla? But when it comes out, since it's troll, it busts out of there and it's Elon <laughs> or Trump. Because <laughs> they're always trolling. Uh-huh. That's so funny. We got a footprint shot. How, how funny. They went with King Kong. Oh, shit. We saw a teaser for this. Yes. Yeah. I remember seeing that thing open its eye. Look at that shit, dude. Don't bring it there. The one, the new Skyrim DLC looks dope. That thing does look cool. Call of Duty. Oh, it made it to the White House? Dude, it's a fucking kaiju movie. I don't know how I feel about this, guys. Uh, Ramones. looks pretty cool yeah i know exactly how i feel about it i want to see it i think the other one was that troll hunter right i mean it looks it looks like a called troll it looks silly goose man it looks pretty crazy mind the cage martin lawrence Will they ever get out? Will they ever get out? Of course they will. Then John Malkovich is like, it's mine, Cage, not Nicholas Cage. Like, <laughs> you know. It's like, all right. All right you're probably thinking that it's a You're probably thinking that it's a place where we're going to lock your mind up. You'd be correct. I want to hear him do a podcast on the supply chain, you know? God. All right. I'm ready. Three, two, one, black knot. We have fire. I suddenly want this to be made into the Chris Angel theme. It is the mind cage. I think it's going to be a serious movie. Okay. True detective. That is pretty cool. I mean. All right. So he's Hannibal Lecter. (laughs) 
Yeah, the Star of David. This is, is this Lawrence's first serious? I don't think I've ever seen him do it a serious role. Somebody was a fan of that season of Dexter that had Edward James Almost in it. <laughs> Don't look bad. Look at me, Dexter. Detective Knight Redemption. Got another Bruce Willis. Oh. I feel like he just banked them. He he they filmed like he's like, This is my last year, so I'm gonna film like eighty movies. <laughs> yeah. Either so that get paid over. or you know he sold his likeness. Yeah. So we're still gonna see him in stuff, even when he's done, he'll show up. I he sold it from a Russian company, I think. Yeah. I saw the commercial, it looks all right. Check it out. It's got another Mr. Willis trailer. Yeah, that's people. Might be the last year of Bruce Willis movies. All right, three, two, one, play. Always love those types of shots. So he did another one. What? What? Detective Night Rogue came out in 2022. So I guess by the end of the year, they're already dropping another one. See, film them all. I don't know nothing about this. This is awfully diehardy. Yeah, this is a this is a uh, sequel. <laughs> I thought I was going to say where it capes. 
give me my gun. Oh, he's going to get his baby girl. I find it fascinating that they've dropped two of these this year. <laughs> you give me my Bruce. gun. I'll Bruce. do the rest. Bruce Willis film. What did it say? Not all heroes are saints. Got to trade for the machine. Oh, yeah. This is going to be amazing, by the way. It's almost got a million views. Bert finally uploaded it, so I replaced it. I had, I had uploaded it because it wasn't on YouTube. Yeah. Bert leaked the trailer, Trav, on his birthday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And then the director was like, well, if he's going to get sued, I guess I might as well leak it, too. See, they don't want to put the movie out now because of the whole Russia thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So the movie's been on hold for almost a year now. That's crazy. Yeah. And he went, fuck it, I'm dropping the trailer. Good for Let's Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. Mark Hamill's in it. He plays his dad. You know his story, the machine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't I know where to oh, this will be great. The look on his face. Yeah. I'll blow it. I'm your origin uh, story. The four this got Edward Furlow and Shelly Duvall. I don't know Whoa. how they got her in anything. Have y'all seen her lately? Whoa. Yeah, she looks I watched the whole though. YouTube video that was like her downfall. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> they were like, Stanley Kubrick fucked her up. And it's like, it was like <laughs> fucking 40 or 50 years ago, man. Yeah, right. Come on now. Come on. Yeah. Let's see what this about. Three, two, one, play. Oh.
He looks weird. Yeah. What? It looks like Tom Araya from Slayer. Yeah. Oh. This uh Wolfman. Hasty. There she is, Shelly Duvall. Whoa. What the fuck? I mean, I mean, we got to check it out, right? I mean, it's we don't get a whole lot of werewolf films, man. Yeah. So, I mean, the story, the idea seems badass. I just don't know if oh, Edward this... Furlong and Shelley Duvall were the right pick. Clearly, has a very low budget. Well, I mean, the guy who's actually going through the werewolf shit, he looks like he's killing it in the movie. Like, like, well, like the way he was, the way you were hearing the lines of him being like, I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm fucking losing my shit. Blah, 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 blah. That shit looks good. Yeah. It's just when it's like, man, when that werewolf shows up, ow! Like, I don't know about that, you know? Retrograde. Y'all remember Restrepo? Mm-hmm. Is it Restrepo? What that documentary? Where the hold, is it where they hold off that part in the, the one of the provinces of Afghanistan that do yeah. get shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is uh, a documentary about, uh, I guess, coming to the end of our uh, final nine months of that twenty-year war in Afghanistan. I saw like a clip of it on Twitter where they were like destroying computers and mm. Well, I'm down long. to check it. Yeah. Like a good dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Three, mm. two, one, play it. It looks like a movie. Like Yeah, it does, right. Yeah, wait till after the election to put this out. 
Boy, was he wrong. Yeah, Rob. They were like, you can have the tanks and the ammunition, but you can't have these fucking flat screens. Yeah. Or the printer, you know? Can't have the Taliban print shit. What's crazy about watching that? It looks like a movie. Yeah. But like when people die in that, that's for real. Yeah. Like this film quality. That Restrepo documentary was really fucking good. World forgot about that real quick, didn't they? Yeah. Those people hanging off that plane. That's what's fucked up about seeing it. Like, that's real. Yeah. Damn, that looks intense. Like they were like, you're not just going to leave, are you? And we were like, yep. And just threw the keys at them. There you go. Bye. (sighs) Figure it out. Don Johnson. Oh, Donnie boy. Donnie boy. Pops, I'm calling. I like Don. Oh, Donnie. Donnie J. Somebody commented. There's only one comment four hours ago that just says off the books. <laughs> Respect, you know? Yeah. Off the books. Well, come on in. Y'all ready? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Three, two, one, play. Oh, that's Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> is it? It was. What? That's the, DDP. It is. I know those eyes. He turned around. Bang! It's never a good sign to see, like, some wrestlers, but. He's got to say diamond cutter. <laughs> this might be worth watching just for DDP. Oh, shit, what? dude. 
Oh shit! Oh. I'm watching it for that alone. I mean, it's just going to be that chick kicking ass and he's going to be ripping one-liners. I mean, what's better than that? Yeah. Off the books, dude. <laughs> I mean, I'm still trying to figure out. I mean, I just I just want to see what the what, uh, sloth human head looks going to look like. Head cheese. Mm-hmm. This make looked a interesting. sandwich at your head, boy. Hot skull. Yeah, it's a foreign. Mm. I started checking it out. I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but I feel yeah. like that's a really weird term to say someone looks good. Like yo, look at that hot skull yeah. over there. Yeah. Or hot skulls, that's like some good head. Yeah. <laughs> that's like fire head, you know? She got some of that hot noggin. So I <laughs> so I was I was chilling out at Lover's Park up there at the, at the you know out there by the palace sides and I was getting some of that hot skull. Yeah. You know, like if somebody said that, I I would get it what it means. Yeah. Like she looks good. You know, like it's not hot skull if it's a crackhead doing it. No, mm, that's know, a not skull, swords. dude. Yeah. That's a not skull. <laughs> that's a brown paper bag. But mm. uh yeah, hot skull. This has nothing to do with any of that. <laughs> And away we go. (laughs) All right, three, two, one, play. All right, foreign Mark Marin. Tapping into the subtitles. I noticed that too. Oh, everybody's. That's fucking cool. Oh, it's 5G. So they're using it to get people in line, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Weird name or weird translation of what it's chip. And 15 more years, it'll probably be like that. Yeah. An interesting idea. Oh, my favorite part of the mm. reel. I was so, so they dropped this trailer recently. It's a teaser. I was so disappointed I couldn't get the real one. But when the, when the final trailer drops, we're watching it. I've got the bell notifications turned on, you know? <laughs> awesome. I'm 
Because this is just a teaser, and I was like, oh, I wish this trailer was longer. (laughs) All right. Three, two, one, play. Yeah. They all start like this, don't they? Yeah. What did Papadillo tell you? Funny man, I said that to Griffith the other night. Yeah. What did Pepper Dillo tell you? <laughs> Here it comes. Ooh. Oh yeah, watch this. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. He kicked that motherfucker so hard the wall blew up. I'm convinced that nobody does action movies like them. No. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. He's got a a jetpack on. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Come on. I kind of want to see that. We've I don't even need working. to know what they're saying. No. I could just watch that. You'll see the next two trailers, right? Oh, yeah. We finally got the well. Noise. We finally got it. Ten. No. Let's see. That'd be like 12 years ago. So if it holds up. What's the that? Avatar. The The way way of Wawa. The way of Wawa. I mean, three, two, one, play. From the supercomputer that sits in James Cameron's basement. Some CGI water there for sure. Little fish, bro. Remember, guys, nothing that we're looking like. None of this is real. Nothing's real, yeah. She pregnant? I bet it'll look good in 4K. I, I feel like I feel like this movie's level of HD is going to just burn people's retinas. You won't be able to watch it in a dark room. You have to cut the lights on. Right. Like the movie, like the movie, it's the picture is going to generate enough lumens to set your face on fire. You come out with a sunburn. (laughs) What a feel. It does look better. Yeah. You can tell it's better than the original. I 
I'm excited for this mech shit. Yeah. Wasn't it called unobtainium? Yeah. How do we obtain the unobtainium? It's like, well, maybe if we change the name of it, it won't be so hard to obtain. Let's just call it obtainium. I just saw y'all swimming like a motherfucker a minute ago. This is what Waterworld wanted to be. Yeah. First one, Dances with Wolves. The second one, Waterworld. Prove me wrong. Oh, yeah. How are you going to put a beautiful tropical water-themed movie in the dead of winter? It's going to be warm. Don't be yawn. It'll be like 75 degrees in December. Yeah, you're right. Be wearing fucking shorts to Thanksgiving. Well, word on the street, most silver streaks are saying that it's going to be a cold one this year. There's definitely a uh, big storm, winter storm brewing. The well. Oh, number one trending. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll play it. Well, let's let's see what the hubbub is. All right. Three, two, one, play. Prozac. <laughs> He's like, I'm more of a Zoloft guy. Depression hurts. Cymbalta helps. This movie's going to be sad as fuck, y'all. Yeah. Running up that hill. Mm. I mean, this Aronofsky, Aronofsky knows how to fucking punch you in the gut, dude. Yeah. I expect no less from a director like that, dude. It's going to be. I think he's going to win an Oscar. Yeah. After oh, hearing yeah. that they stood up and what clapped for like six minutes. That was just one time. That's not a knife. This is a knife. You're right. Got this uh Godzilla. Yeah, man. It's a little six a minute short film. Yeah, a little six minute wrong. 
<laughs> that's about my average time in the sack <laughs> six minute rob in and out dude <laughs> vape, scratch your balls got bad you know yeah are you sure this is a short film or it's not just a clip from a full movie um i don't know let's see what it do though yeah this is this is just a short film. i looked it up 3d animated Ooh. All right. Onward. Three, two, one, play. That's not what that says. Righteous. I was pretty close, though. He dancing. Oh, fuck the city. Save the day, dude. Save the day. Gagging Rex, get that motherfucker out of here. I already don't like him. I love the the old school approach. Yeah. But with, like, nice production oh. value. Oh. oh, shit. Power Rangers. Okay. I'll bet this was a bitch to animate, dude. He's got a Zordon helmet. Not Zordon. Zurge? Is that his name? Uh, Power Rangers. Yeah. That guy. Remember his helmet looked yeah. like that. Yeah. Like that. Whoa. <laughs> How big it is. There's two of them. Three. I mean, mm. holy shit. Uh oh. Guy getting the fuck around. Oh shit. Well, there's more. Oh, they so they're coming from a bigger one. Here's our boy. Yeah. If anybody fucks this city up, it's me. <sighs> you know? I like the, the classic music. I really do too, man. Like, Not my face for that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Destroyed. No. Dude, there's a bigger one. This ain't shit. He's going to have to fight something bigger. Ooh. I do like the creature design. Got that saw blade stomach. Yep. But that's only half the video. There's a bigger one. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! This piano's cool as fuck, dude. 
Like, got that chest, goosey. Damn. I mean, dude, fuck the city, dude. Oh, yeah. Look, Godzilla's like, let me spread some of that damage out. It's the angles that make it look real. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, like the ground level. Yeah, like it's being filmed. Like someone's holding it. God damn it. Damn. Ten four, give them the gut. Godzilla's like, what the fuck, dude? There's one of me. I hate blue now. Why? You know? Yeah. Oh, he's gonna supercharge him. Oh shit, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's for an audience with God. Yeah. Fuck the city, dude. Look. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Got the Did life force. <laughs> Charging up. Dude, this is Evangelion as fuck, dude. Oh, shit. I love on, 5G, struggle. supercharge him. That 5G? He's hitting him with the hard line, bro. This bitch is rocking wireless. Okay, I was like, there is no city. They couldn't afford to disintegrate his ass. Look, he's dancing. He calls that a soft toe, gentle sway. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, dude, that was pretty fucking cool. It was. But yeah, I figured it's a nice little nod to our favorite king of the monsters. And, the, uh, only, the only king of the monsters, dude. Yeah. <laughs> May his reign be long. And, uh, you know, figure it's a way for us to commemorate Godzilla Day. Fuck the city, save the day. You put that, on. that would make Fuck a cool city. Godzilla t-shirt. Yeah, where it's got him like smashing a building, and the city's just all fucked up, and it's just just fuck the city, save the day. Yeah, it's like yeah, dude, of course. Superman's like, you know what I'm saying? What's it gonna be, guys? Take the list. Check it twice. Um. I mean, the greatest beer runs out, right? Yeah. All uh, that stuff's out. And Weird Al. All that, I yeah, kinda... on the movie list. I'm I just mean, saying, that Weird Al movie's good, y'all. Yeah. You want to go at it the order it's in? Let's, uh, let's see. Yeah. Weird Al, yeah. the greatest beer run. Don't worry, darling, and bullet train. Yeah, let's do that. Give us the next four episodes oh yeah 
All right, that's what we're going to do. Motherfucking my Bologna. My Bologna. Ooh, I think the toast is done. The toast is done. Won't you top it off with some of my Bologna? Yeah. Motherfucking checks in the mouth.